Hello and welcome to Plot Trists. This is Lane. This is Meg. And today we're going to be talking about A Week to be Wicked by Tessa Dare. So this was published in 2012 and is number two in the Spindle Cove series. We have already reviewed book one. Um, for a quick refresher, it's the one where sheep get blown up in the first chapter. <laughs> and we loved that book. We really did. So here is the second one. When a devilish lord in a blue stocking set off on the road to ruin, time is not on their side. Minerva Highwood, one of Spindle Cove's confirmed spinsters, needs to be in Scotland. Colin Sandhurst, Lord Payne, a rake of the First Order, needs to be anywhere but Spindle Cove. These unlikely partners have one week to fake an elopement, convince family and friends they're in love, outrun armed robbers, survive their worst nightmares, travel 400 miles without killing each other, all while sharing a very small carriage by day and an even smaller bed by night. What they don't have time for is their growing attraction, much less wild passion, and heaven forbid they spend precious hours bearing their hearts and souls. Suddenly one week seems like exactly enough time to find a world of trouble, and maybe, just maybe, love. I like this jacket. We have talked about this before. I think Tessa Dare has some good jackets. Props oh, very cute to jacket. Tessa Dare's jacket writer. I know, seriously. So this week we generated a random number to produce our own summaries, and that random number was 16. All right, I'll go first because Meg's is better. Minerva pursues what she wants by impulsively shocking everyone with an engagement and being a woman. <laughs> Right, here's mine. This season on The Amazing Race, Scotland edition, Team Spindle Cove mismatched frenemies to lovers Colin and Minerva. Very good. Yeah, thanks. Thank you. Thank you. So we have a blue stocking who is, wait for it, not a botanist. <laughs> She's not a botanist. She is a paleontologist. She's found a fossil. Yeah, she found a fossil. It's called Francine. And he, she, yeah, she named the fossil Francine. I really like that. Yeah. <laughs> this is the second paleontologist we've read about. The True. first one was in Ravished by Amanda Quick. Yes. And she also found fossils. But she didn't name it Francis. She did not name them Francis. She named it the Beast. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. <laughs> okay. This is the bookworm who's hot without her glasses. Like, this is She's All That before yes. Freddie Prince Jr. was a thing. Exactly. So, yeah, she takes off her glasses and he's like, who is this hottie? You know? <laughs> who is this woman? So you might recall from the first Spindle Cove book that Minerva came to Spindle Cove as the daughter of the beautiful but asthmatic Diana. Yeah, not the daughter, the sister. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Yes, the yeah, sister. Yeah, yeah. So of Diana is, is her sister. Um, and Minerva is, even in the first book, Colin was extremely, um, rude to her. He yes. kept calling her the wrong name, but of course you could tell there was a, a latent attraction right, between the two of you them. Know, the boys tease you when they want you. Yeah. It's I mean, it's a trope Eleanor because it's school. true. Yeah. yeah. But it, it, it's the worst. Cause like I have a daughter and I'm like, Oh, she's like, Oh, he's so mean to me. I'm like, do you think it's cause he likes you? And I'm like, why am I saying that? Ah! <laughs> anyway, he shouldn't be mean to you because he likes you. Right. right? He you shouldn't know. be mean to you. Anyway. <sighs> anyway. So it, it does fall a little bit into the trap of you don't know you're beautiful. Yeah. Part of it's because by any standard metric, Diana's the looker. In right, family. So right. It's not so much that Minerva doesn't think she's pretty. It's that compared to Diana, no one is. Like, but sure. it does mean she has a complex about it. Sure. Okay, so this room, this book 
is the personification of there is only one room at the inn. So Colin came to Spindle Cove with his regiment. Yes. And he's got a reputation as a ladies' man. More than usual. Yes. But it turns out his secret is that he just can't sleep alone. <laughs> yeah. So the only way he's going to agree to go on any sort of trip with Minerva for any reason is if she either consents to having him sleeping with other people or she spends every night in his bed. Yeah. I mean, basically... So forced only one room at the end for the whole thing. Look, I, I, I cannot say that it pisses me, me off up. in any way. Sign me up. You know, we have to figure out a way to get these characters he together. He didn't trick her into it. Nope. No, he, she agrees full well knowing what's going on. Yeah, because what she wants is she has been invited to a paleontology conference in Scotland. Unbeknownst to Colin, she has maybe led everyone there to believe she's a man. Yeah. And she's discovered Francine, and she's taking Francine to show them. Yes. But she can't go unescorted. She doesn't have the means. So she decides her only way out of town is to convince Colin to take her. And that serves double purpose because she thinks Colin might be interested in Diana. Yeah. And Diana is, in her mind, a poor match for Colin. Yeah. I mean, basically, this is one of the best, over-the-top, crazy, historical romance, tropey setups that I love. It's exactly the kind of crap that I love. Right. They have it limited up. time to get to Scotland. They have to share a bed. She has mixed motivations, but feel like none of them could be the fact that they might want each other. Yeah. But guess what? They want each other. Yeah. Oh, it's so tropey. Yeah. It's so good. Yeah. Exactly. Um... Oh, yes. I wrote this, call me by my name, because he always calls her the wrong name. So for since they have been sharing the same town, living in the same town, he's mm -hmm. called her. He's never been able to call her Minerva. Ever. Ever. So um, it, it becomes a thing, of course. Well, and Minerva is the forgotten middle child. Mm -hmm. Yes. Diana's her older sister. I forget the younger sister's name, but she's... Yeah. Equally, like, fun and likable. And right. Minerva's the one who gives her mother Ajita. Yes. Um, but obviously, Minerva, in running away with Colin, is going to ruin herself. Yes. Even if it's based on a fake engagement. Mm hmm When it comes back and the engagement's broken, she's going to have spent a week alone in a carriage with a man. Exactly. Um, but, you know, she's willing to be ruined for science. <laughs> yeah, for science. Yeah. We already talked about it. She is pretending to be a man through correspondence. Yes. And right. we've seen a, that happen a couple of times with science-minded yeah. women. The science ones. Yeah. In, in, in which, as we know, happens quite a, quite a bit in these yep. historical novels. We see relatively often they've, they're pretending to be a man, either pretending to be a man or pretending to be their brother or their father. Right. So, anyway. All right. So, yeah, I, there is this weird thing in there that so he's she's so passionate about Francine the fossil that Colin is like oh if only she would be that passionate with me in bed I just sure. have to say if only that were true wouldn't it be nice if every like geeky nerd out there who was like super into Star Trek you know you'd be like oh if only he was as I since he's so into Star Trek I know he'll be wild in the sack <laughs> you know what I mean <laughs> like if this were true all those nerds out there would be getting laid like every night but I did think it was like you know that meme like look at someone the way my yes. brother like it's, it's usually a, the little boy looking at a ketchup bottle yes it's like find yourself a man who looks at you like my brother looks at ketchup yes that's what made, it made me think of Yes. like, oh my god, I want her to look at me like she's looking at that fossil. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's ridiculous. It's fun. It's great. 
Um, so he is supposed to be this like super charming dude, mm-hmm. uh, but somehow he always manages to say the wrong thing to Minerva. And I, I don't know if it's supposed to be showing that like, oh, she's different from other girls or, oh, he's different around her because he likes her. Like he's not smooth with her. Right, he's not smooth with her because he actually feels for her. I don't know. I just felt, I am going to be completely honest, I really liked Tessa Dare. Yes. I really liked the setup for Mm -hmm. this novel. I did not love the execution. There were things that really bothered me about this novel. Okay. Just saying. This is one of those ones that I agree with you and see the criticism you're making, but I actually thought the sex was so fun. And <laughs> it made up for it. And the premise was so fun with sure. like the breakneck speed to Scotland sure. and the zany adventures and the way he would talk to strangers they met on the road and like all of that stuff was equal parts like, wow, you're not being super nice to her, but also like crazy fun. Yeah. So I, I think I was... I laughed a lot reading it. Yeah. So that was that was just me personally. I was not I was not as into this book as I normally am into Tessa Dare. That's, that's all. No, that's totally fair. Yeah. So so one of those things that bugged me was um, was yeah, that that this issue with the characterization. It really just reminded me very strongly of I like you, so now I'm gonna act out of character. You know? Yeah. No, that makes sense. And he was... Some of the stories he told while they were on the road, like, did make her uncomfortable in yeah. a fun way, and that was a little hard. Yeah. Um, but basically, this this really is... When you see A Week to Be Wicked, this is a road... This is a road trip book. A road trip with only one room at the end every night. With only one room at the end every night. Yeah. Except that... I wish that it had been that because then there were other wacko adventures where so soon they like lose all their money and then they go to see one of his friends at his house. And they have to keep an eye on their trunks because that's where Francine is. Yeah, and then they lose the trunk and then they do they do they have to do an archery contest and then they've gotta do a shooting contest and they've gotta to go to the fair and it's then they're gonna so do this. So over the top. So over the top. So uh, I don't know. Normally this over the topness, I think that I had enough over the top with the setup mm. that I didn't need more over the top. That's fair. In the rest of it. And you know, I'm not saying that I didn't like this book cuz I enjoyed it. Yeah. But I usually love Tessa Dare. Well, and even this series, most of the books are yes. very good. Oh, yeah. So anyway, I did think also the end was weird. I liked it. I enjoyed it, but it was weird. So basically, she just doesn't go back to Spindle Cove. She like goes off to his estate with him. Yeah. So they they go to Scotland. There's this whole day new month that I'm not going to get into about the 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 fossils, the fossils and the scientific um, presentation and the conference and all that stuff. And I'm not going to really get into that. Yeah, I don't want to spoil it. It's it's a fake out ending because mm-hmm. it's like he's going to go down on his on one knee and propose to her, but he doesn't. He's like, come back to my estate with me and go live with someone else and I will woo you. Mm-hmm. That he goes down on one knee and he's like, please don't marry me. It's like the ending of Four Weddings and a Funeral. Oh. I haven't seen that. Oh, well. I think you would like it. But it's like I actually that. don't like romantic comedies most of the time. I think you would like this okay. one. I could be wrong. Okay. I think you might like it. Anyway, it's like the ending of that, which is like this, the fake out ending. Basically, like, I love you. I want to spend the rest of my life with you, but let's not get married. 
And I don't, but I don't think he's saying let's not get married. I think it was an acknowledgement, and maybe this isn't necessary because these are meant to be fairy tale fantasies. But of like, this was not a good way to get to know yeah. a person. Like, if we go back to Spindle Cove, like this is before dating was a thing. Like we yeah. have to go back to not being together all the time and explain why we did this. So like, why do we have to answer to anybody? Let's just go to my house. Yeah. No, which which I enjoyed. I, I just think it was the. I liked his motivation. But not the... Okay, that's fair. Right? I, I liked the motivation yeah. and the result, but I agree with you, the yeah. fake proposal. Because his motivation was like, I want to... I think we should get to know each other and you deserve to be wooed. Yeah. You deserve to know that the reason I want to be with you is not because you allow me to sleep at night. <laughs> because, okay, why can't he sleep at night? Well, this he's is, got emotional issues. This is a PTSD, basically. Yeah. I mean... In a nutshell. Yeah. So he can't sleep alone at night because he has... He had a very traumatic experience with being alone in the dark. Yes. And so now he... This is the reason why he can't be alone and has to sleep in bed with somebody, some warm body. Yep. And I was like, can you just get a dog? Oh, no. I'm sorry. That actually is explained why you can't get a dog. Why can't you just get a cat? Get a sheep. Your your freaking cousin got a sheep. <laughs> You know, get the sheep to sleep in bed with you. Yes. Although I guess that would probably cause more rumors. <laughs> That's a little weird. Yeah. But but he's got issues and she fixes them. It's okay. fine. Offensiveness. I didn't really find anything about this offensive. I, I know he probably is too far on the like controlling he-man end of the spectrum yeah. for you, but it, it didn't cross my lines. Yeah. So my issue, so the sex itself, the actual sex, yeah. is extremely focused on consent. As Tessadere always is. Yes, as Tessadere always is, I, I, well, almost always, like virtually always, mm -hmm. uh, I haven't, do I have an issue with anything happening in her sex scenes that I think is non-consensual? Right. And I also think the sex is hot. We're not at sexiness yet, but we'll be there. Yeah. <laughs> we'll get Spoiler there. Spoiler alert, it's good. Yeah, we'll get there. This is Tessa Dare, so. Yeah. Yeah. But consent doesn't just matter in bed, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So, for example, they get abandoned and they have to, like, go cross-country, basically. They have to trek cross-country. Mm -hmm. And he realizes, oh, wait, I'm going to go to my friend's house. Who's always down to put you up for the night yeah. if you're willing to gamble. My friend, the Duke, he's super rich. He's super, um, he's a libertine. Mm -hmm. But as long as we show up at his house, he'll let us stay. Right. So we go to get there. And then what does he do? Like on the way, he's like dragging her across the fields. Mm -hmm. And then he like literally rips off her clothes, like rips it. And she's like, what are you doing? He explains nothing. He grabs her, pinches her cheeks very hard. Mm -hmm. And she's like, what are you doing? He doesn't explain himself. If all he did was explain, she would have done it herself. Yeah. I don't know. That really That wasn't great. Me. That wasn't great. It, it really, really bugged me. And I get that it was to make her and the reader on the same page about what mystery scenario they were rock yeah. walking into, but it did just end up being like kind of gross. Yeah, like I like I get it, but I, I didn't find it and here's the thing too. I think that I could have found it fun. And that's the thing. This is this is definitely a thing where if it were a different situation it might have been kind of enjoyable and fun, but mm -hmm. it wasn't be and it was because she was not enjoying herself. Right. You know? And so nothing, I didn't like anything about it. Also because Colin is supposed to be this super lighthearted, really fun, really charming guy. Mm -hmm. And he's being a total asshole. Yeah. And I was like, ooh, I don't like that in my heroes, you know? Legit. 
but like that scene wasn't great yeah can't defend it but anyway so that was the offensive part for me Fair. also he also he's like super jealous of sir alistair that's the guy she's been corresponding with up in scotland mm -hmm. and i'm like dude colin like jealousy is i can handle some jealousy because it's like why not it's kind yeah. of fine it shows that you whatever but like he doesn't stop especially after she like explains it and it's like he thinks i'm a dude mm -hmm. like he's still like well it doesn't matter if he maybe he's into men and i'm like then it still doesn't it come on colin right yeah you know? no he did it was definitely irrational like but i mean and i i think that if it I all had, builds to the denouement yes. which i didn't hate i think that if i had liked him and here's the thing if i had liked colin more would have bothered me less Fair. so i think she needed for me i needed colin to be nicer because yeah. he i mean basically this is a this is a enemy frenemies to lovers because they're cordial to each other and but he's always been he's always been very rude to her and again you get the sense that it's it's the whole kindergarten thing. I'm rude to you because I want to pull your pigtails because I want you to pay attention to me. Right, because I like you. And it's the only way he thinks that he can get a woman like her to pay attention to him. But I don't know. I think this book, he's supposed to be... Tr I think what you're supposed to see is that he is helping her let her guard down. She's too serious all the time and he's helping her be more lighthearted. He's too lighthearted all the time. She's helping him be more serious. Mm -hmm. Like That's what it's supposed to be. I just didn't love it. Basically, that's it. Fair. <laughs> what can I say? I liked it. I thought their dynamic was more often fun than offensive. Yeah. I liked the setup so much. Yeah, I and loved I the setup. And I liked the unconventional ending that the resolution was basically yeah. like, eh, we're dating on our own terms. Yeah. I, something I, yeah. anachronistic for sure, but it was fun. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing. And I, I think I was able to look past some of the l real yeah. problems that you're yeah. pointing out. But I, And that's the thing is I loved the setup, and I, I think that was tough for me is I was ready to like love it. Well, it's Tessa Dare and it's a fun premise. Yeah, and then I was like, oh, this this isn't as quite as fun as I thought. Right. Basically, that so, said, that said, it's a Tessa Dare, so it's very sexy. Is extremely sexy. I mean, when I say call me by my name, this is um, important in bed, for example. Uh-huh. And um, Colin kind of turns it around on her. Mm -hmm. Which I liked a lot. That was very sexy. It was very, very, very sexy. Um, Tessa Dare also does a good job with the virgin heroines in this book mm -hmm. by having the virginity be a plot point without it being fetishized. Yes. And in this book, that's definitely true. He's turned on by her curiosity, but not her virginity in a way that makes something gross seem fine. Exactly. And in the next one, like, the hero actually has a thought of, like, a gross, debased man could be turned on in this situation, but I won't be, because, like, she's crying. That's not hot. Yeah. It was like, thank fucking God, finally. Right? Yes. Tessa Dare, like, definitely calls out the things I hate the most in mm -hmm. romance novels and just completely subverts them. Yeah. Well, because she's like, okay, so I do have a virgin heroine, and I do want to show that he's very attracted to her. And he's never been with a virgin before. And he's never been with a virgin before. How do I write this scene so that it does not fall into those same traps? traps yeah yeah like like we were talking about um the duke and i you know he's like oh this is great it's the first time and i'll be the only man she ever has sex with and like it's sexy because he, it's like this exclusive thing like, and, like ownership only, right but it's even the one with asa and 
where she's when where he's sort of thinking like I'm the only one who'll have been here, mm-hmm. and it's like Ugh, I really don't love that. Yeah, and here it's more like he's thinking, oh yeah, this is really sexy. I didn't expect being with a virgin to be sexy, but it's really she's really into it, and she, that's she's what, not doing what she always does. Yes, because she's curious and experimenting and doesn't have a standard. Like yeah. All right. So yeah, and and I mean yeah, I agree. The sex is hot, and it is the best part of the book. Yeah. So I, the, the the setup is great, and the sex is great, and that, as you guys know, can often make one or both of us in certain situations blind to some flaws. So <laughs> we'll totally admit it's my turn to be like, yeah, that was a problem. I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> like I'm not proud of it. There are massively problematic elements. I just want to reread this one yeah i mean it's fair i know you're never gonna re- reread sweetest scoundrel and i will forever love that book so and it's problematic mm-hmm. but not in the way that bothers you for some reason exactly and this one is problematic but not in the way that bothers me for some reason exactly so. but anyway if you like tessa dare you're not gonna hate this book oh yeah don't skip it no, don't skip it when you're reading the Spindle Cove series. Um, it's it's a, it, this series is just really fun. It's a town full of badass spinster ladies. Yeah, making men come to heal. Yeah. Okay. I mean, it's great. Where's it's the life? great. Exactly. So anyway, as usual, we love making this podcast. So if you like listening to it, you could rate, review, and subscribe, and it would make us really happy. We're also on Instagram, Facebook. Twitter, I think the only thing we update is Instagram and everything else is just cross-posted. So if you're only going to follow us one place, make it there. No, we're on Goodreads too. Oh yeah, Goodreads. Meg actually adds stuff to that. (laughs) So check us out there too. Thank you so much for listening.